Welcome to Buzzed with Brian. I am your host, Brian. We're going to talk about beer, the history, and drinking. Hey there, beer fans. Welcome back. This is the final Great American Beer Festival episode I'm putting out there. Yet again, sitting in Mobcraft Taco here in Denver, Colorado. Today, I am joined by Walking Stick Brewery out of Houston, Texas. One of my former, uh, I guess, homes when I lived down there. I enjoyed going to the tap room from, from time to time. And today, I have their uh, general manager, Tiare, and I have Becky, the seller. Seller master? Seller? Seller men. Seller okay. And I'm also Amy, one of the sales representatives and beer servers. Awesome. Um, go ahead, ladies, if you want to introduce yourselves beyond what I just told the audience. <laughs> Um, hi guys, uh, my name's Tiari. Uh, everybody actually calls me T in the tap room um, and throughout the craft beer industry. Um, it's just a lot easier mm-hmm. to give them a letter. For sure. <laughs> uh, and I am the general manager. Cool. My name is Becky and I work in the cellar. Um, so that's uh, post the hot side of the brew. That would be everything from yeast pitching to taking care of the fermenters, brights, uh, transferring beers, um, carbonated beers, packaging. Very cool. Nice. And is this the first uh, GABF you have been in attendance of? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, we can talk more about that as we get into the show here, but on to the show. All right, we're back. Thanks again for joining me both today. And um, Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're in lovely, like I said, Mobcrafted Taco space. And um, just tell me what's been your journey with beer and how did you end up being, you know, members of the walking stick family um so becky's got a lot more uh in her background but i i will keep this short and sweet uh Mm -hmm. i met the owners of walking stick actually across the street at a a local sports bar it's a volleyball bar Mm -hmm. and um yeah he talked about his business plan opening the brewery and um i kind of joked around and said hey i'll pour beer for you whenever you open sure and he called me four days before they actually opened and uh, asked me to pour some beer okay um and then i just kind of dove in and loved the idea um i mean the whole brewery vibe and theme is a a texas brewery with rocky mountain roots right Mm -hmm. um and the the labels the the beer names everything was just uh very well thought out from um, a business perspective mm-hmm. and I just like I said I just kind of dove in <clears throat> and learned a lot more about beer from then on cool <laughs> yeah pretty simple yeah and Becky what about you I started uh, about five years ago working for a very large craft brew brewery um, they were pretty small they had uh, about 10 10 barrel to 20 barrel okay. fermenters um, sure. and then jumped up to 120 barrel fermenters wow um, uh, 14 of those, so I got to help them with that process, was the first seller person to come over to this new facility, train everybody, um, worked everything from QAQC, which is quality control, to helping uh, set up and get the packaging line going, um, mm-hmm. and then just um, the production side of it uh, got a little bit daunting, and yeah. I really liked the idea of going back down to a 10 barrel 15 barrel system which has been a a lot of fun a lot more um 
creative control over smaller batches. Right. Mm -hmm. And 10 barrel compared to 120 barrel is very small. I mean, that's an insane, that's it's, an insane difference. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more fun. And the brewer that I get to work with now, she's fantastic, mm -hmm. has great, great ideas. And um, we've been able to just have a lot of fun yeah. making beer, making choices. Cool. Um, yeah. Was this a uh, previous brewery in Houston as well? Yes. Okay, does it start with a K? It starts with a B. Oh, okay, right on. <laughs> okay, just curious, yeah. <laughs> um, well, sweet. So, how has, how, how long have each of you been with Walking Stick then? Um, I've been there since day one. December 1st, 2018 was okay. the very first beer that um, mm -hmm. I poured out of our little shipping container. Okay, <laughs> very nice. I've been there since this last November. Last November. All right, well, cool. Welcome to the Walking Stick family. Uh, what has been, I guess, for either of you, both T and Becky, what's been some of your most rewarding experiences so far with Walking Stick? Um, for me, it's been a super fun ride um, watching the entire brewery develop uh, over the last four years. Yeah. Um, we've had, you know, assistant slash home brewers kind of come through and dabble in our space. Mm -hmm. um, so the beer was always good. Uh, the the space was always great and beautiful, and the environment. Um, I've I've loved getting to know everybody in mm -hmm. the community and the neighborhood, um, and just bringing that space. Uh, we're very family friendly. Yeah. Uh, so that's always been exciting to, to see our regulars, our our you know the neighborhood dogs and mm -hmm. and the the little babies that come around because we are very very family friendly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of beer, I've been most excited growing uh the quality yeah. with becky, becky here. and yeah. <laughs> uh our our newest head brewer that joined back in march Very so nice. i think everything is kind of in time come together beautifully mm. so it's been really fun excellent becky what about you um it's been a, a really great journey um stepping into walking stick it's uh, been calm and easy to grow and easy to put out ideas and have them accepted very quickly mm. um and honestly, just being able to come into the space and, and make it my own and the head brewer's own, reorganizing everything, yeah. you know, putting this tool here, putting that track lamp there. Um, and we have complete control over what the production schedule is, where we're going to be pushing gear in and out. It's just, uh, you know, trying to make sure that we have everything on tap and supply. Awesome. Um, and then I guess moving into just this week in general, so GABF. What's been, uh, I guess, a thing that you've really enjoyed so far? I mean, obviously, we're only halfway through. There's a couple more, or a few more sessions yet of the actual festival, but anything you're looking forward to? or? Um, I would say it's been exciting to hear the feedback from the festival goers, mm -hmm. um, our peers, and, yeah, just kind of showing up and being here has been uh, pretty exciting. Cool. Yeah, it's been really great to see how many people from Houston, from Texas, um, coming through asking what the location of Walking Stick is, that they mm -hmm. already know the location, they already have tried our beers, or if they just are going to suggest it to other people. Um, that's been really encouraging. Um, and also the, the fun of explaining what why there's a Pikes Peak beer out of Houston has <laughs> right. been entertaining. Um, For those that don't know, Houston's very flat. Yes. <laughs> very flat. Yes. It, it has been interesting when people ask us why we have a beer named after Pikes Peak, mm -hmm. but they don't 
look further and notice that all of our beers are named after 14ers. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, because of Andy, the owner, mm-hmm. grew up in Littleton. And like I said before, we're a Texas brewery with Rocky Mountain roots. And um, once we got to tell them the story a little bit more, I think they started to appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but it was it was interesting to see the looks on their faces <laughs> when they yes. saw our, our beer names. Sure thing. How did, let's dive into that. How did he end up in Houston and like when did he make that move? Um, so he's been in Houston for the last like 30 years. He traveled okay. um, for work. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a financial consultant for a pretty big company, uh, I guess, worldwide, global. Okay. And landed in Houston, um, yeah, over the last 30 years. Uh, met his, his wife, Angie, mm-hmm. uh, and, and stayed and had some babies and uh, retired and that's when he decided to uh, do something with uh, his hard work and decided to open up a brewery and he'd home brewed for a little bit uh, but his business focus and his I guess financial planning was always on point so that's what he decided to do awesome well thanks so much for sharing I guess walking stick story and each of your own stories and we'll move on to our next segment In honor of Great American Beer Festival and, you know, the I guess the events that are partaking all surrounding this week, T and Becky, let's dive into the beers that you brought to pour at the festival and submitted for competition. What can you tell me about that? Um, yeah, I'll let Becky take that over. <laughs> we have five different submissions this year. Uh-huh. Um, the Crestone um, Extra Special Bitter, bitter um, okay. English-style beer, mm-hmm. um, nice malty, uh, hoppy balance, um, and... Uh, we submitted our Pikes Peak Pilsner, yep. classic Czech Pilsner style, mm-hmm. into the Bohemian Pilsner's uh, section. Um, we have a, a chili pepper oh, fun. Um, beer okay. that we submitted into the chili pepper mm-hmm. section. And that one is our kettle sour that has a pretty hefty dose of um, roasted and She's raw peppers. She's saying R, but this is actually her baby. <laughs> it, it was a fun baby yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, uh, that has some serrano peppers, poblano, jalapeno peppers, okay. um, some lime and salt, and cilantro. Okay. And that is on our kettle sour, and yeah. it definitely has a lot of spice on the nose. But uh, once it's it's swallowed, it's something that is sessionable that you could drink an entire one of and not burn your entire face off. Okay, that's good to hear. So yeah. the Scoville units on the beer itself is not too high. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <not too> bad. <laughs> um, we also have the Wilson's West Coast IPA, okay. um, which is the newer one to our uh, walking stick lineup mm-hmm. um, that our brewer was able to come up with the recipe for, classic West Coast style. Yeah. And the last one um, is our Blanca Whip Beer IPA. Okay. And that is um, a little bit of a spin on the classic Whip Beer, so it's mm-hmm. used uh, hops for the citra um, and coriander okay. instead of classic uh, actual fruit peel inside yeah. of it. And that, that refreshing. one, yes, <laughs> that one we submitted to a local contest, um, the Texas Craft Brewers Guild. Okay. Just back in, I believe it was just January, February. It was February, yeah. So the Texas Craft Brewers Cup. It was the first year that they decided to put this on. That's really and, cool. Um, was it in Houston or? It it was held at the annual meeting that they host every year in okay. Austin, in Austin. and. Okay. Um, that was actually one of Becky's first to have her hand into when she was hired on back in November. Oh, nice. And uh, I, that goes to her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we won gold medal in uh, specialty hoppy for, no uh, big deal. for that All right. beer. 
pretty neat. Congratulations, yeah. First ever entered competition. Right. So um, this is our second one. Well, hopefully Fingers you'll crossed. bring home another gold. Keep <laughs> yes. this streak alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure you'd be proud to have any of your beers get a hardware, but I mean, it sounds like the pepper beer maybe would hit a little closer to home for you, Becky, if that... I'd be pretty excited yeah. about it. That mm. one's been a fun adventure. That's yeah. awesome. It's been a fan favorite just as of yesterday. One of my uh, fellow podcast partners here this is Jonathan from Pour Another Round. Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, we're we're kind of geeking out a little because last night, uh, last night's response to um, a lot of our beers, but mainly the Pico, the the Berliner, has had people coming up to our booth saying, "I was told to come try this," right, and mm. um, all night. So we'll see what uh, the next two days are like. Very nice. So, um, beyond the styles of beer that you brought here, is there anything like what can a you know a, a person that's visiting Houston and they come to Walking Stick? What kind of what can they expect on the tap lines there for them to sample on? Is there a little leaning heavier towards one style versus the other, or kind of just all over the board? Oh, we are all over the map. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times where people look at the menu and they think we're heavy and, and hazies, but we really only have three. Um, okay, but. I think we've got 16 beers on tap. Um, I mean, ranging from we got two saisons, some classic uh, traditional English ales. Yeah. That was a lot of our main focus and Andy's mm-hmm. influence. Yeah. Um, some IPAs, uh, a great stout porter, um, mm-hmm. kind of something for everybody. We've got two seltzers on tap. Okay. Um, to mix into the the seltzer crowd, and then the the kettle sours are what we kind of added uh, kind of recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but something I would like to note is uh, Becky also adds every week we do this little uh, Freaky Friday flavors <laughs> um, okay. where we, we, because we ran out of taps, we uh, added a kegerator, a two-tap kegerator oh, uh, behind the bar. And so every week she comes up with a fun flavor, um, mm. two different ones, and puts them in a slim keg. Yeah. And like we feed smaller than a six barrel or... Uh, like a six stole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we put them on. We feature them on Friday, and when they kick, they kick. And That's cool. sometimes they'll circle back around. Um, actually, one of them made it onto the main list because the flavor that was one of our seltzers. Yeah. Um, People loved it, and that's just a fun little addition that we do. Okay. So the Freaky Fridays are a really cool um, nice. addition, and that's where she gets a lot of creativity and. Mm-hmm. Um, fun times in the back <laughs> yeah and i imagine it'd be hard to do that at a 120 barrel uh, brewery just <laughs> yeah. don't get that kind of opportunity <laughs> no that's awesome for you becky have you had any personal favorites of the freaky friday creations um that's actually where the pico was born okay was one of the first freaky fridays yeah mm-hmm. um and i've really enjoyed uh recently trying to focus on at least one non-alcoholic okay um, and okay. little mocktails for uh the families and the for sure to mm-hmm. be expecting yeah mm-hmm. No, everyone beer, truly a beer for everyone. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think that wraps up the questions I have about the beers. Is there anything else that we left off on the table here? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I, I could talk about walking stick all day just because I've seen it all. Um, <laughs> and Becky could obviously talk about beer all day. So. Right. And yeast. She yes. loves talking about yeast. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well... Becky, the floor is yours. I, I can entertain some yeast uh, content here. Oh, it's Good probably luck. their least favorite when I come running into the tap room with this. Smell this. Look, it's so healthy. Yeah. Look at this. 
Do you go around Houston trying to find wild samples of yeast, or? I haven't done that one yet. No, but, okay. Um, yeah, I, I do plating <laughs> quite a bit when uh, whenever there's something weird inside of the brewery, mm. and I've made uh, quite a few of the of the cohorts around put their yeah. finger in some of the plating, and I'm like, oh, look at the weird thing you grew. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, I guess here is a, one last question. Is Obviously, we talked about the beers that you have there. Do you have a favorite style between the two of you? Is there something that you really jump for, or just a lover of all, all things? Um, I think when I first jumped into the craft beer scene, I'd say maybe eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Mostly hoppy. Okay. Hoppy. I, I ditched the light and I went hoppy. Um, so now I think I've expanded my palate and I'll drink just about anything. As okay. long as it tastes good. Yeah. Um, I, I love our stout. I've never been a fan of dark beers ever. Um, <laughs> our porter's great, super light. And then our stout, um, the girls kind of tweaked up the recipe and mm. it's, it's beautiful. Awesome. Becky, what about you? Um, it's It's been a changing journey every season definitely mm-hmm. brings out something different um definitely appreciating a good ipa um but right now i am a go-to for the esb okay um, or the pale ale okay esb is one of my favorite euro styles personally and I, I i'm always excited when i see one on because i feel like not, not enough breweries make an esb so ours is pretty pretty great yeah, yeah. <laughs> solid it's solid well, you heard it here first, folks. If you get down to Houston, check out Walking Stick and check out their ESB as, as, as well as all the other great offerings that they have. Um, thanks so much, and we'll wrap the show up. All right, beer fans, that brings us to the end of today's episode, and very happy to have been out here in Denver all week hanging out for GABF. and. Happy to have Walking Stick on the pod here today. Thank you again for joining us. Um, before we sign off, I want to ask, where can we find these beers out in the wild? So we are essentially in the Houston area, Edo Heights, yep. Garden Oaks. Um, we're actually on Thistle and Spring, mm-hmm. um, all the way out to Craft 96 in Lake City. Uh, we're out at Brew 30 in Cypress. Um, but essentially a lot of our accounts are within a good uh, radius, uh, especially in Garden Oaks, our neighbors and whatnot. Uh, Star Sailor is a great um, account of ours mm-hmm. that has always been with us um, for, for a while now. Um, we're in, also in East Downtown. Uh, Pitch 25 is a big one for us. Yep, for sure. Great um, spot. Yeah, and Rodeo Go, we recently got on with them. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun one was Axelrad. Uh, we recently uh, dis- started distributing to them about a month ago. Okay. Yeah, so when we first started our self-distro, uh, our plan was to kind of hit up certain pockets um, and not really, like, saturate neighborhoods. Right. Um, and try to hit up the, the more popular, like, fun spots. Um, mm-hmm. So we're still kind of doing that. Uh, Amy's done, done a really great job with... Um, getting those staples in and uh we're we're in communication with flying saucer um in downtown houston uh she's done some sampling with them um but as flying saucer is 
very craft beer focused. So Absolutely. they're a little full right now, but um, they are eager and ready to pick us up. And mm-hmm. I have confidence that Amy is going to get us into the Flying Saucer in Sugarland because that's actually where we're both from. Oh, so very cool. We right can on. Use mm-hmm. that maybe as leverage. Yeah. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we also, I should mention that we did have a mic change here. That, that was a new voice you everyone heard. Amy is on the mic telling us where we can find the beers in the wild. <laughs> yes. Becky's sitting on the side of the table now. Playing photographer. Playing photographer, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, excellent. So, obviously the Houston craft beer scene is incredible. There's lots of great breweries down there, you know, such as Walking Stick. And is there anything that you're looking to do in the future here as far as a collab with any of the uh, friendly neighbors you have? So we have been approached by a few, um, you know, when uh, Becky and uh, Georgie, our head brewer, came over just recently, uh, you know, they're familiar in Houston, and uh, a lot of people have reached out, former co-workers and um, a lot of prominent breweries, but uh, there is one in mind uh, that is in the neighborhood, and they just uh, kind of changed ownership. Okay. And uh, the newest head brewer that I think came back or is around the corner. I'm not sure what that transition was, but um, Vince is Vince has asked uh, Georgie if they'd be willing to, uh, if we'd be willing to jump in on a collab, and mm-hmm. um, I think we might do it. So okay. spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Maybe um, we haven't told Andy yet. But, um, yeah, we haven't done one, and it makes sense. Um, They've got a great packaging line, and uh, we don't yet. So Mm -hmm. this would just be a great way to push our beer out there. For sure. um, And cross-promote with a completely different uh, market and and clientele. Uh, Obviously, if you know what Brash represents, uh, they're a little heavy metal compared to our floral tap room and beer gardens. So I think it'd be really interesting and fun um, to, to see the For two sure. brands merge. Nice yin and yang, <laughs> if you will, there. Yeah, yeah yin and yang. And they make great IPAs. So, they do. Um, they really do. I'm for it. Yes. Well, cool. Um, thanks again for coming on today. It's been fun to talk to someone from Houston and I mean, certainly a place I lived for two years, and it's great to talk Houston, Houston beers and see what's out there. So thank you. I uh, hope you both, or hope you all, enjoy the rest of GABF and enjoy pouring beers and hopefully get out some other cool breweries here in Colorado. And that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Cheers, beers. Cheers.